Hello everybody, welcome back to another PC Boys podcast. It is Logan, and today we're going to be doing a um, a book review. I never do book reviews, so this will be one of a few, and it's just be- because it's a certain series that I'm doing, but I'm going to be doing a book review on the first volume of um, Yukito Kishiro's Battle Angel Alita. This is only the first volume. There's five of them, so there's going to be a few other reviews in the future. But this is going to be not only a review of Volume 1, but it's going to be also a comparison between um, its movie made by 20th Century Fox, Alita Battle Angel, uh, directed by Robert Rodriguez. And I like I like the book a lot. I really do. It's um, pretty solid. Um, I even got the Alita bobblehead with the movie. Um, I became a big fan of the movie, when I first watched it, and it became one of my favorite films of all time. I would say it contends for the best film of all time, and I know that's not really saying a lot for movie standards, but it's kind of like a guilty pleasure sort of thing rather than um, due to story or anything like that, because I know there's better movies out there when it comes to like story and, and whatnot, and even longer movies. Like Avengers Endgame did pretty good, um, and Infinity War too. but I really liked this movie. There was just something about it that I personally really liked. So... For those of you that don't know what Alita's character is, basically she's a cyborg that wakes up after being rebuilt by Doc Ito and doesn't remember who she is. And she knows Panzer Kunst, which is a martial arts form or a lost martial arts form, um, which pretty much says that she's a very old um, person or cyborg machine, whatever you want to call her. It's technically cyborg, but she has a human brain, a teenage girl's uh, human brain. So it's pretty, it's pretty interesting because the movie and the book, they're the same and different. Like when I'm reading the novel, I knew what inspired what parts of the movie and what they switched up when it came to names and whatnot. Um, it's, it it definitely stayed true to the material while they're also trying to make their own story, which is good. It's not like they're just copy and pasting like most things either do or they completely um, go away from the source material and don't even do anything. Like, like, World War Z is a good example of a movie that the only thing it really relates to the book is the title. And that's it. Other than that, it's nothing like the book. And then with this, it's true to the source material, but it's not a direct carbon copy. So it's not like you know what's coming. So some differences that I noticed off the bat, Iron City is called the Scrapyard. That is a major difference that I noticed. And Zalem is called a space city in the uh, in the um, manga. And it's called a sky city in the movie. So just a few different things. Also, Dr. Ito, I don't know what it is in the beginning of, of the manga. But for some reason, I feel like he loves Alita. Kind of like a girlfriend. But then again, then he kind of turns to a father figure. It's kind of weird. If It goes from, like, at least how I interpreted it, how, how I was reading it. It looked like he was going from, you know, this, I really like this person and I want to date him sort of thing. And then it kind of went to like a, a daughter-father relationship. So it kind of switched. At least it seemed like that to me. Maybe it was like a, a father-daughter thing and I just completely read it wrong and interpreted it wrong. That could have been very true. But either way, it was very cool. Plus, Doc Ito in the movie was very, and like, I, I get what I know why they did it because the actor playing Doc Ito, he's old or older, but Doc Ito in the book, he was fucking badass. He was killing people left and right in the movie. I mean, he was old. He said that he was a seasonal, um, 
hunter warrior, which is a bounty hunter uh, per se uh, when it comes to the world of Alita. Um, so he he does have experience. So I guess they kind of worked their way around instead of making him a badass and showing him killing people because it's a PG-13 movie. They kind of went around it and just said, yeah, I've had a lot of kills and uh, I've been doing this for a while. So they kind of switched those two things around. But still, it's the, the beginning of the, the movie, however, though, and with the novel is very much the same. He picks an eye out of a cyborg or a dead cyborg or a scrap because, you know, stuff that comes out of Zalem is what the, they use for cyborg parts in Iron City. And he finds Alita. So that part was pretty much the same. Now, the part that was different was the body and where Alita's name originated from. So in the book, Alita's name originated from Dr. Ito's cat that died. In the movie, he had a daughter that was killed by a drug junkie after he he had been operated on and turned into a motorball star and he was uh, re, uh rummaging through um dr ito's uh medical supplies and then his daughter got in the way and he just full-on ran into her and just murdered her um even though you don't really get to see it it's obviously implied that she got murdered um but anyway so that was different you know, going from having it be uh, a daughter, his daughter dying to it being his cat. I think the daughter angle in the movie sold more of an emotional value than the whole cat dying in the book. But still, it's it's nice to see uh, where they differed it from the book and the movie, but in a good way. Like, that was a good uh, stray away from the, the source material. Those also, like, they called the Lita octopus lips or something in the, and uh, I think, uh, future... Uh, volumes of the book series, but um, they're glad the uh, community was glad that that was left out too. So there, there is that. Um, another uh, differing thing from the movie and the book is the berserker body and where that originated from. So Dr. Ito found it in a old spaceship, like a space warship. So this does say that in Alita's book, that there was a war. There was a war of some kind in the past. And there were uh, guns and a whole bunch of soldier bodies, obviously. But the, the body themselves, it's, it's robotic. But the person who was inside the body died, obviously, or deteriorated away. And Doc Ito found the Berserker and took it and put it under uh, underneath his laboratory, kind of like in a storage area, hiding it away. Because the Berserker body is one of the strongest bodies, apparently, in the uh, Alita lore. But in the movie, Alita is a part of the URM, or URM, I think. Um, and they're from Mars. And Alita was a soldier for them. And she ended up knowing where the ship was. So she went to where the ship was, uh, accessed the mainframe so she could get inside of it because she knows from her past knowledge. Like it just, you know, it's coming back to her a little bit. And then she knows where to go. She gets the suit. It's calling to her. And that's where she gets the berserker body because it was once hers or one of her allies back when she fought in the Earth and uh, Urm versus Earth war. Um, so that was different. Alita, we like, I've only read volume one. I don't know if Alita is a part, if the URM is a thing that they made up for the movie or if it's in the actual story, if she used to be a berserker or not. We don't know. <laughs> At least as of the first novel, that's something I don't know. I I hope that, you know, it's something different because in a way it would be pretty stupid to just use the same thing, you know, like directly from the book because then everybody knows what's coming. Kind of like when a video game does a, 
um, a run through of the entire movie before the movie comes out. Then when the movie comes out, you know exactly what um exactly what um is coming. So there was some differing things there that I noticed, but the Berserker body itself still looked the same. Um, however, they talked about the uh, different reasons as to why it forms to um, a male body to a female body. So in the movie, it has to do with um, how Alita pictures herself. So if Alita thinks like things of herself and how she looks, the body is, is nanotechnology and it forms to look the way she wants it to. In the... Um, in the book, Dr. Ito can interface with, uh, or using a computer, he can interface and change how the um, the suit looks. So he can turn it from male to female. Not really anything more than that, but it, it's still along the same lines, but it's a little different. Like I said, little differences between the movie and the book, not too much, but enough to, to actually know that they're going to uh, go different ways with this. So Motorball was the replacement in the movie, because it's PG-13, to the Gladiator Arena in the book. Because in the book, um, at least from what I've heard, I haven't read it yet, pretty much it was a fight to the death sort of thing um, against uh, cyborgs. But for a PG-13 movie, they're like, yeah, we're not going to do that. So they did Motorball, which is pretty much... Uh, this game of keep away, or should I say very violent game of keep away, where pretty much everybody gets punched and dismantled. And since they're cyborgs, it's not like when they get hit or something or their head gets taken off. It's not like they die because they're cyborgs. It's it's a whole completely different ball game and it's sci-fi. But um, so, yeah, so they replaced uh, the Gladiator Ringer uh, arena with Motorball. So... There's that, which I which I liked because it, it made for a better, I, guess, I mean, fight scene wise, it would be better in a gladiator arena. But using Alita's agility and with her speed, I think it was better that they took the route of doing motorball instead because I think it played better um, to that advantage. Um, Zapan, however, he's a little bit different. Um, he looks a lot, he looks more insane in the comics. Like he looks like he's an insane person. And in the movie, he doesn't in the movie. He just looks like a pretty boy asshole. If a pretty boy was a cyborg pretty much. And that's, I mean, I expected there to be a difference, but that much of a difference, uh, I wasn't expecting. So Zapan was going after, uh, Hugo and trying to make her kill um, Hugo because she registered as a hunter warrior and um, he put a bounty on him for jacking or, or, or not really jacking for parts um, but the, uh, the removal of spines of people and because that's how one way they can make money in the underground business with organ um, trades and stuff like that and so Hugo, who would be Alita's love interest in the book and movie, which we'll talk about how that's different, um, pretty much they made um, Zapan uh, put a bounty on Hugo's head so Alita would have to kill him for um, for her because she humiliated him in a bar, so he's trying to get revenge, which I think is kind of a sick way to get revenge, just kill the person that you love. But anyways, this is the route that Zapan wanted to go. And uh, Alita does something pretty clever which is in the movie um she doesn't kill um hugo zapan does and then she saves his life by somehow using like a 
a heart of her own to be able to keep his brain alive while uh, while she gets it to Doc Ito to do an operation to put him in a cyborg body to save his life, which they did in the book too. Um, and that pretty much played relatively the same, except the uh, the face getting when, when uh, Zapan's face got punched clear off. He was still alive, but it was a lot more gruesome than it was in the, in the movie. But I expect that from a PG-13 movie from a rated R manga. If, if you were to rate the manga, at least in movie terms, it, that's how it would be. So there was differences there. The love story between the two is pretty much a lot different. Pretty much Hugo is just trying to follow a dream, get to Zalem, and is trying to raise money. And then Alita falls in love with him and pretty much forces herself upon him and in his life. And he's just... He doesn't really, at least in the first novel, he's not really with her. He, she just kind of tries to force herself upon him. She's pretty violent, too. She's pretty violent to him. There was also some weapons, too, to the berserker body itself. like a pla- I think it was like a plasma thing where she lets in air through the little holes in her arms, and then it creates like a, a plasma um, melee-based attack that can slice through anything, which was pretty cool. But... Um, I think her pre-body or the, her first body that she got when Doc Edo found her, it was interesting because the uh, the serial killer had killed somebody and then he just salvaged the body and gave it to Alita. And it looked a lot like the body that Doc Edo gave Alita in the movie, except that was his daughter's body that he made for her. So they switched that instead of it being off a dead corpse. It was for his daughter who ended up dying. So they swapped those two things around. Um, now, Gruishka was in the anime, but in the comics, or not the comics, in the manga, I want to say comics so bad because I read comics most of the time, but the manga, it's different. Uh, his name is like uh, Makushka or something. It starts with an M. It's, it's something like that. Um, and he's pretty much the same thing as Gruishka, but except he eats brains. Like, I was not expecting that, but so yeah. Basically, he was Gruishka, but a little different because Gruishka was one person in one body that just got um, uh, upgraded throughout the uh, movie. But in the book, he just can take over other people's bodies. No, his name's Makaku. That's right, Makaku. That was his name. It just popped back in my head. Um, so, yeah, that was different. The villain was different. Like, it was similar, but the same. The dog also didn't die in the book, which was nice. That, But it did in the movie and in the manga. It, it seems like the movie went more off of the anime than the manga. Don't know why, but it, they did. And Alita also, like, her uh, spots underneath her eye. In the anime and in the movie, they're blood. But in the manga, they're tar. So they kind of switched that up. And when I look at Alita on the front cover of the... Uh, the, mo- the movie case, it looks like it's tar, it looks black, it doesn't look red like it does in the movie. So I, fi- I found that interesting as well. Um, so yeah, there was definitely some differences with the book and the movie on that standpoint as well. The love story was different, the villain was switched up a little bit, not too much, pretty much just the name and you know him sw- being able to take over whatever body uh, through interfacing. Other than that though, and, and some slight character uh, tweaks like Ito, you know, making him older in the movie and more experienced and have already done the badassery off screen. They did do some of that stuff. But for the most part, it's very um, true to the manga. 
And it's and, and I like that because you you're very familiar with what is happening, but at the same time they're doing a completely different story because at the end of this movie, Alita, which by the way with a berserker body, she doesn't have like that energy punch or what or, or energy melee based attack. She has this urm sword that she uses with like a plasma shield around it that can cut through anything. So I find that kind of funny too, where instead of like her plasma weaponry being out of her fist, it's a sword that just has plasma around it. So I found that cool, but they also made it a erm sword. So it would make sense with the story. And um, that was pretty cool. And then also they made Nova the main villain, which in the, in the manga, Alita was not main, uh, or the, he was not the main antagonist. He kind of just got in her way sometimes and they even teamed up from what I heard of overview of the whole manga series that later on she ends up teaming up with um, Nova and he even makes her a different body. But in the movie, he's the main bad guy. And we don't know if we're getting an Alita sequel or not. We should because they clearly are trying to set up a sequel and make Nova the big villain. But that's, you know, we'll see. I guess that's if Disney wants to fork over the money to make it because it only made back its only a few hundred thousand more. But other than that, though, uh, it didn't really do anything uh, significant when it comes to um, box office, anyways, revenue, which money speaks now, especially in movies. So if, if a movie makes a lot of money, they'll probably make a sequel. And if it doesn't, then they probably aren't going to make another sequel. But I'm hoping that they do. So, but overall, I would say the book, very um, good when it comes to adapting or the movie is a good job adapting the book. Um, but I would say the book, it was overall, for me, it was better than um, the movie so far. And I have a whole bunch of other books to read, but that's, of course, because it's original material, and I'm, like, all for sci-fi. Like, I love sci-fi to death. I will just watch sci-fi all day long if I could. But, um, however, Alita... Um, the movie's really good. I like it a lot, but I think that obviously going more unhinged with gore or with, um, it's more of an adult style, uh, graphic novel read. Cause obviously there's nudity, there's, uh, violence, there's swearing. There's, there's a lot of stuff in, in the manga. And I, of course I would go for the uncensored stuff over a PG 13 movie, but the movie did a very great job adapting, um, the book and also work like they did have gore in the movie, but it was since they're cyborgs, they worked around it with having blue blood or having majority of their body being mechanical parts rather than actual human parts, which in the book, it's kind of the human and robotic parts are kind of like connected to each other. So for the most part, it's pretty, it's a pretty good uh, adaptation. I like it a lot. Um, I would probably give the book about a nine. It, it's that at least it's that good for me. I'd give it a nine. So that's really all I have to say today. That that's really all I uh, got for you guys is just pretty much comparing the book of Alita to the movie, um, at least the first volume. I'm gonna get the rest of them so I can read them and then do individual reviews of uh, each one. But I'm not gonna try to compare them to the movie because because pretty much the movie itself covers the first volume of the book. Um, but then they're also trying to switch it up and if they make the sequel, then we're going to probably see more volumes 
taken in, changed up a little bit. Because I think the overall main story is the same, but they're throwing in twists so we won't know what the final outcome is going to be. So that's good. But yeah, thank you very much for watching. I hope you all enjoyed, and I'll see you all in the next one. Then there's always the lag at the end when it ends.